When an infant dies shortly before or after birth, this has to be one of life's cruelest tragedies. Parents especially can struggle with a wide variety of thoughts and emotions. Let's look at one question in particular. Do babies go to heaven when they die? On this episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Help me out by rating and reviewing the podcast on your podcast app to help others find the podcast. And don't forget to hit follow so that you never miss an episode as well. Okay, let's get to today's episode. The Bible does not provide explicit and direct statements about the eternal destiny of babies who die. The topic of the fate of infants who pass away prematurely is one that has been a subject of theological debate and interpretation among Christian scholars and traditions. Different Christian denominations, holding varying views on this matter, based on their understanding of the Scripture and theological principles, uh, different ones are different. Here are some of the perspectives uh, that I can think of. We Christians believe that God is loving, merciful, and just. Many trust that infants and young children who die before reaching the age where they can understand the concepts of sin and salvation are covered by God's grace. These individuals often are referred to as innocents, who are graciously received into God's presence. This honestly is difficult to understand for most Christians, though, because the Bible is clear that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Consequently, infants are often considered to be born in a state of sin. However, many Christians note that God's grace is sufficient to cover this inherent sinfulness, and infants who die are believed to be partakers in God's redemption. Of course, His grace is sufficient, but does it actually apply to babies in such a way that they are, in fact, redeemed? Of course, their sin is not nearly as great as someone who has grown and sinned more severely, but any sin is enough to deserve the wrath of God. Some Christians respond to this by holding to the concept of an age of accountability. And according to this view, God does not hold children accountable for their sins until they reach a certain level of moral and cognitive understanding, at which point they are responsible for their decisions. And prior to reaching this age, infants and young children are believed to be under God's grace and care. To be frank, I don't see this idea anywhere in the Bible. I like the idea of it. I just don't see any biblical warrant for it. Within some Christian traditions, baptism is seen as a means of grace through which infants are incorporated into the covenant community and receive God's saving grace. Therefore, the death of a baptized infant is understood as being received into God's presence. There is... I'll say a little bit more biblical warrant for this than the age of accountability, but it's still mostly dependent upon sources outside the Bible. I think the best we can do is to acknowledge the mystery surrounding this question and to place our hope and trust in God's justice and goodness. I believe that God is loving and just, and whatever happens to infants who die prematurely, will be according to his divine wisdom and mercy. Let me mention a few biblical references that have been cited in discussions uh, on the fate of infants who die. 
Second Samuel 12, uh, after the death of David's infant son, he expresses his belief that he will see his child again. Uh, he says, can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. Well, sadly, I think that David means that he, that is David, will die and join his child in death, but that the son, the baby, cannot be revived and join David in life. The reason I think this is that there is no indication that David or any of his contemporaries or anyone before him had any understanding of the afterlife. For them, to be dead was just merely to no longer exist. That's the meaning of Sheol in the Psalms, the place of the dead. Now, if David had written this after Jesus had been resurrected, then we could rejoice and find real answers here. But as it stands, when David says, can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. He is not thinking about the afterlife. He's thinking about death itself. Others will bring up in Mark chapter 10 and other places in the, in the Gospels where Jesus welcomes children and blesses them and demonstrates his care and love for them. Well, Jesus certainly loved children and regarded them much more highly than anyone else at his time and place. But the same is true for his treatment of lepers, women, tax collectors, pretty much anyone who was despised in that society. And while it is beautiful and important, it is no real answer to our current question. My wife was pregnant with our first child many years ago, um, and the child died before birth, suddenly and without explanation. And to be quite honest, it is still quite troubling to me. I have to trust in God's goodness, his mercy and love. I would like to think that this is a covenant child of believing parents, and as such, he or she will join us in the new heavens and the new earth. In processing this loss, I have imagined my baby in my arms in a perfect world, and my wife and I raising this child in the most glorious world that is beyond our dreams. What a joy that would be. I think it might happen, because as best as I can tell, it would fit with the character of God. But with humility, I have to be honest. Seriously, what do I know of God's plan outside of what he has put in the Bible? And this answer is not there. But he is good, and he loves me, and he loves us all. And I must trust him because, well, where else can I go? hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things, downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from season one without any advertising. Plus, 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.